0: Welcome back to another episode of Agency Hacker. I'm Lance Johnson, one of the hosts here, and I'm excited to be with Narcis Nedelku, who is the founder of Viral SEO, Viral Media SEO. Sorry, Mark, So, welcome to the show.
1: Glad to have you. Thank you. Thank you very much for the invitation, Lance, and then I would like to say hi to all the people that will uh, listen to the podcast after that, and I hope that I can give some some really good advices uh, for them.
0: Yeah, just as we were talking before the show about your experience with the Polyglot client and some of the interesting clients you've had, I am excited about this show. I think it's going to be a fun one for everybody listening.
1: Yeah, sure. So in my area, um, actually, since I'm also an expert on YouTube marketing, so I had the privilege to work with a lot of clients in different niches, different environments, uh, also big companies, um, I can name some like Coca-Cola, uh, Google UK, Nestle US, Porsche, uh, Canadian Army. So, so we had all types of uh, businesses. Also, private clients um, we had that they want to build like a, a professional awareness for their brand for their personal brand. Um, so yeah, we, we have we have everything. Like the company has been on from two thousand seventeen, um, and the story of the company is a little bit like, um, not, not so casual like most of the companies. Like okay, like when you decide okay tomorrow I will open a company or something like that. So yeah. my background is also in um, online marketing. Actually, I worked I worked ten years in Romania in a telecommunication com- company for ten years.
0: Ah. And after
1: that, in December 2016, by chance, I received an email that Elance and Odesk, I think it was called at that point, they would unite under under the brand of uh, Upwork. Uh, I just went on the platform, uh, made a profile super quick. Uh, applied for five jobs, I think. And that was, by the way, that was on a Friday. I can still remember that it was on a Friday. So I have applied for five jobs. And until the next day, um, super curious, uh, I already, I had like my first two contracts or something like that. Wow. Yeah, which again, for Romania in 2017, freelancing, it was not something that everybody knew about. Uh... So it was super, super new for us. Um, working remote and and, um, uh, being contracted directly by the client. So that was super new. So my first client was from California and the contract was for like 50 bucks for one month work. Yeah, Uh, yeah, the point was what I had in uh, in the back of my head is like it it didn't even matter the amount of money that was on the contract. The, The point was that I needed to create the experience so I can build a brand Uh, awareness over what I'm doing on the profile. Yep. Um, And I think in three years after that, I became number one worldwide on my niche on the platform. So, yeah. So it went all from there. So, yeah. So just to back it up a little bit. So that was in December uh, 2016. Um, and my company I think was open in June 2017 the next year after starting freelancing I quit my job in three months wow yeah so and in another three months I opened the my first company
0: was that viral media SEO or yeah that yeah different?
1: which is the oldest one yeah exactly Okay, got
0: it. And do you have multiple companies going right now, or is it just? I, I am
1: associated in multiple companies, right? Yeah, okay. but I'm the only owner on this one.
0: Got it, got it. And is that where you spend most of your time in viral media SEO, or do you spread it out over different things?
1: No, I mean, so right now, everything that most of the big companies that we have contract with, they are going with the viral media um the other smaller companies or i don't know personal branding or things like that i'm doing that
0: with um upwork and, and freelancing that makes total sense and you mentioned a lot of different services do you have one service that you do more of like you say i do 80 percent seo work or 80 yeah regular? yeah so
1: we do like youtube
0: management uh and when i say we
1: i mean i do uh, youtube <laughs> management um uh, yeah which can be multiple things like audits. I'm doing a lot of audits in the recent time. Consultation, again, is like 35% of the business um, at the moment. Also, as an income, Um, we build brands. Like if the clients, they don't have any type of experience with YouTube or they have, but they want to expand that, uh, we are going to to help them build, build a strategy, create an audit, and after that, build a strategy based on what numbers they have. Um, and we move on, on on different type of projects, like from three months to six months. Or I, I even have clients that I'm working with for the last three years. So
0: That's cool. We, yeah. You got some long-term clients. Right. That's neat. And so what do you find that you're really good at? Is it the and the assessment kind of things or is it uh we're very good at getting seo results for local businesses what do you hang your hat on say this is really my specialty
1: i think the most the most satisfying thing for me is when i take on a business and the project and then by the way on upwork especially I, i receive a lot of offers like possible offers like 30 35 per day um but I am I am actually scrolling a lot to see what I think I can actually add my knowledge on so it's not just about the money I want to make sure that I can positively impact that business if I'm going forward and take the project so I think that's the most important thing that when you're when you know for sure that you can create a difference for that person if it is a personal branding or for that, that for that company Um, I think that's the most important thing, that you leave a positive message. And also, based on that and and based on the experience, um, they will recommend it to other further businesses. And this is happening also a lot in the last period, in the last two, three months. Um, We we have clients that are coming from um, other recommended clients that worked with us and, and they were more than satisfied. And also, by the way, we have businesses that they are returning customers because they have um, a business based on seasonality. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I can give you an example like insurances. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So we have some clients in, in, uh, I think they are in Texas, that they are doing insurances. So that's only a specific period on the year when they can do that, I think.
0: Like healthcare insurance. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. Where they have like open enrollment, and that's the only time. Yeah, open enrollment. Exactly. Really yeah, have. yeah.
1: So we we work with them in the open period. So prior like seven days or something like that before the launch of the thing, of the actual sales and 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 the pitch and and things like that for them. So we all work the videos and the strategy, and after that they they do everything. But oh, we build so up the
0: strategy for them. That's really interesting. That's neat. And how did you get into marketing itself? What was your backstory?
1: Oh, uh, so my backstory. So this this one is also another one funny. So actually <laughs> I did study theology for like
0: nine years.
1: You said geology
0: uh, or theology? Theology. Theology, okay.
1: Yeah. So um, when I went to the... Um, now... Going back a little bit now in Romania until 89, we had like communism, you know, Yeah. Um, and when I went to the university that was in 2000 and something, um, I had to get a job. So I was studying, but also I had to get a job. So my first job, I think it was actually when I was 14. Uh, and I worked in the summer just to make sure that I can get some money and, and spend it and, and get some, um, get to help my parents with, with everything. Like also the school was expensive when I was at the seminar. So, yeah. So that was my first job. And, um, after that, I think the first job at the university, super fast, it was at at the fast food for two years or three years, um, I, I liked the pro the, the program and also interacting with people. I've always actually liked to interact with people, new people, uh, known people, discuss with them and, and interact, uh, basically. So after that, um, I think after the two years, I applied on a lower uh, level job with this company in telecommunication, and after that, it, it went, it was like history. So I, I stayed with that company, of course, on, on other positions uh, for about 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I started with the company when I was like, I think, in um, at the university uh, in my second year, I think.
0: Wow. So looking at Upwork, you got started on Upwork, you said 2016? 20...
1: uh yeah, 2016, uh, December. That, December. That's when I made the profile, yeah.
0: Okay, got it. And what what do you find, if you're going to say suggest to an agency that wants to start trying to win clients on Upwork, what do you think is the best strategy to acquire clients there? So
1: I don't know if you know this, but Upwork works a little bit different. So for you to be an owner of an agency, first of all, you need to be a freelancer. So, based on the knowledge and all the experience that you develop as a freelancer, you should be able to understand how the agency works and how to um, pick up clients um, when when you open the agency. And by the way, I also have an agency open on the on the platform. So that's another gig. So. When you do that, you already have that background experience from when you were freelancing. So you know exactly who is your targeting, like depending on. And and another factor is like when you open the agency, you can also collaborate with other freelancers that you can get them to your agency. So let's say I can give you an example. Let's say uh, my example. Let's say I'm doing YouTube marketing, but I don't know how to do for my clients video editing or thumbnails design or I don't know sound correction for the videos or things like that right so i would need to get uh other freelancers that are experts in this area and bring them on on the project right so they would get in my agency and we will work together and they will get a cut of the of the uh, income
0: that makes sense that makes total yeah. sense you can just like Have your team grow. I was actually just talking to a lady about this where you don't have to be able to do everything. You just have to know freelancers that can do some of the things. And you grow your team for the just an individual project. You work together on it, not an employee, but individual project basis. Exactly.
1: And this is this is where I would like to give an advice to everybody. Like if you know, like I'm I'm not good at so many things. Uh, and I like to get people that know uh, what they are doing and and just yeah, take nah. them and do what I need without me starting to learn or things like that. And I have yeah. situations like ninety nine percent of the of the cases, like where I'm discussing with a new client. I'm like I, I like the project, but we need to do like for a lot of modification, like either if it is the thumbnails or the pro- new production, whatever is the case. So. And I'm discussing with the clients, asking him, like, who is doing the thumbnails? Uh, I'm doing the thumbnails because I know how to work a little bit in Canva. Okay. They they look very bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Who is doing the editing? I'm doing the editing because I saw something on YouTube, like, for beginners. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Again. (laughs) So when you involve so much money, time, and resources to create something like a YouTube channel podcast like for your example um you should be able also to invest a little bit of that money to get some experts that think that can help you build up that business f- faster
0: yeah no i see what you're saying so, because it's yeah you don't have to be the expert of everything
1: yeah that's exactly so there are people that are focused a lot on micromanagement they want to do like everything mm-hmm. which is not the case most of the times
0: yeah I think you're right. Yeah.
1: So what I think, what I what I have on the agency right now, I think I have somebody as a complementary service. Like they are doing, I think I have somebody that is doing uh, video editing, uh, thumbnail designs, and we also have a YouTube ads expert, which I'm not doing. I'm working, I'm working on YouTube uh, marketing organic growth. That makes
0: sense. And so that actually is a great question of, how is viral media SEO structured? Is it just you and you bring on freelancers as needed, or is it you and a small team and then additional freelancers? Yeah, so usually
1: the how the company is built right now, I have it's me, which which is at the core of the company. Yep. but I have a lot of um, associates. Like I have an associate that I'm working for, like the last. Four or five years, uh, he's in Philippines. He's a great guy. Uh, his name is Adrian, and I'm working with him for thumbnails and uh, video editing with my clients. And he's doing an amazing job all the time. So I'm working with him constantly and bring him on the projects. So I would say we are a team of two at that point, with yeah. some of, with, on on some of the projects. Because for example, companies they uh, usually have. Uh, in-house like the thumbnails uh, the designer and the video editor Um, but when we have like personal branding that's where we can team up and, and do the work together yeah that makes sense
0: and so what's next for viral media seo are you looking to make it so you have more employees like you get a salesperson you get a project manager and you become more of a ceo or do you like staying where you manage everything and bring on freelancers as needed. Like the way the company is built right now without having
1: so many resources, like people and, and, uh, assets and, and things like that. Uh, the way, um, the, the, the flow of the money that are coming right now, just doing like consultancy yep. and, um, uh, audits and things like that i i think the way it is right now it's okay what i would like in the future since i told you like uh prior to the podcast that we just moved to canada uh, yeah. i would like actually to expand more the business especially viral media seo as a brand here locally in canada and mm-hmm. in, in calgary um because there are a huge amount of companies here that they can I, i'm pretty sure they they can benefit the
0: services that makes sense. And when I think of Upwork, I, I feel like there's I mean I use Upwork all the time. I really like Upwork. And oh, I feel okay. like there's as a,
1: a client or as a freelancer?
0: As a client, yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I use it as a client a lot. And one of my questions is what is lead flow like on Upwork? Yeah, how how much business is there for your agency to gain from just Upwork?
1: I would say right now we are getting 85% of the business from Upwork.
0: Oh, wow. And, you know, how many leads do you think you get a day from Upwork or uh, how does how does it work exactly? Because I actually have never. Well, I take that back. I did a programming client on Upwork one time oh, okay. that I haven't done any Upwork.
1: If it was a long time ago, Upwork change is changing like for like six months to six months It's changing all the oh. time. So just to let you know, for my personal experience, that it's doing great but again i had discussions with um, other experts in my area um, I, you can say that they are my competitors but i'm i'm actually seeing them like like fellow freelancers that i would like to help them also build business and and yeah uh, and profit from what they know so i had actually i think it was 2, two weeks ago uh right now you can actually add uh, freelancers like I don't know how to say, like friends, uh, in a friends list or something like that. And oh, wow. each other. Yeah, so oh. I had actually another freelancer that she's also from the States. She's also YouTube a um, YouTube expert, um, and she has an agency in, in the States. Um, and she was telling me in the call that she's not doing super well in terms of the leads. I'm mm-hmm. personally doing super great. Um and I think I shared something on LinkedIn that went actually viral. Um, let me check a little bit. Like, what was the actual growth from year to year? Yeah. Over the platform or on my personal profile, and there were some crazy, some crazy numbers. Like that's so interesting. Um, half a million. So, half a million percent growth.
0: Wow. Year versus year. Wow. That's a lot of growth. Yeah. Yeah. And so i do you I'm think doing it, great. Do you think it's like this area that you selected? Like, I, I mean, I imagine that you'll have um, more people from one area than another. Let's say that you're in web development, you, there's right. probably more clients available than if you're in machine learning. I don't know, just picking a random thing. I don't know if right. that's true, but just making it up. Do you think the difference between your service and hers is that more people just are looking for it on Upwork? No, actually, we are competing for the same
1: service. So she's also oh. a YouTube expert. I'm a YouTube expert. Um, oh. The problem is how how you build your brand. Got it. So how strong your brand is actually like also when when they, let's say you have a business and you want to work with somebody, you will work for the. Now also based on your budget, but usually you will, you will target the highest professional that you can get to, to help you on what you need for. Right. So I, I think this is also what, how people are searching, like, again, from the client's perspective, how they select the business, their business, future business partners to work with on the project, on their projects. So I think that I have a super strong brand that I built in in the last seven years. Um, that's doing, that's doing very good.
0: That makes sense. So, what was your strategy for building a strong brand on Upwork? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the first thing when I in that Friday when I did
1: the profile and everything, the first thing that I uh, that I did actually was to look exactly on my competition without sending any type of proposals before, without sending anything out before, like even before completing 100% my profile, what I did uh, was to analyze my top 10 competitors that were doing amazing at that point uh, versus me that I was at the beginning, right? So Mm. checking the prices, checking what type of services they are offering, uh, what type of feedback they were receiving, um and, and things like that helped me and and also now i imagine that in 10 years in that company i i did a lot of um courses like paid from the company like negotiation skills um marketing um and all uh, social interaction um because we were meeting with a lot of new clients uh, like one or two times per week so I also had that background, which I think it was amazing. So those 10 years for sure helped me a lot. Got it. That makes in sense. Developing because I had already the base of the skills and, and how to develop that as a brand uh, in the future. So I had a perspective uh, in my head and I, I just needed to implement, it, to implement that. And I can give you a quote here. So I was reading um matthew mcconaughey you know the actor yeah yep. uh so he has a book w- which is called green lights yeah i remember seeing that i hadn't read it yeah it's it's amazing i mean from my from my point of view i, I like it a lot so he had two things that impressed me the most in the book one was like actually he was studying first uh, at the beginning to be a lawyer um wow. yeah and and after that he decided that it's not for him he was doing he was doing okay in in the university he was studying but he decided actually after that that you know what this is not what i would like to do for for the entire uh, life from now on to be a lawyer and things like that and he switched to the um, to actor. so that was one what? thing like and this is another advice if you feel that right now you are on a path that you do not see yourself doing that like in the future mm. for a long term you can switch it anytime
0: that's a great point to remember
1: so and another fact uh, was like um the perspective that we you can have so in i think it was 89 he so all the book ba- basically is based on his journal that okay. he wrote for the past 15 years or something like that like so uh in 89 he had a page in the journal that he said something like i will write a book in the future
0: that's interesting
1: yeah so that was in 89 so uh, i think two years ago the book was out but the point of that statement is like the perspective that he had so he didn't say like i think i will write or it's possible he said i will write a book
0: yeah so
1: he had the perspective in 89 of what will he will do in the future so that's very important like also for you like even if you are starting at the beginning yet you are a rookie on what you on on the new road that you want to go everybody at some point was a rookie like yeah th- that's it i mean that's the reality nobody was expert from the start definitely so, yeah so Take it as an example. And also think that when I started, like I said, like, this is why I said also the amount of the first contract, it was like 50 bucks uh, for the entire month. And right now I think I'm getting for half an hour consultation, $100.
0: Yeah. So it's way more than what you would get initially. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So imagine like what can you do in the future? So. Yeah. If you can change your your future right now, what you can do,
0: what you're good at, um, and I mean, you can do it. And I do feel like there is a reality that growth. I had this one guy. Oh, what is his name? Justin Gilchrist. He used to do website flipping. I think he's in SaaS now. But Justin Gilchrist said, you know, all growth is exponential and all decay is exponential. And if it looks like a straight line, you're just early on, right? And right. I feel like for the like your hourly rate, right? Like it's it grew so much because maybe that fifty dollar project took you ten hours to do. You made five bucks an hour, and now you make uh, two hundred dollars an hour is your hourly rate. And if, if you would said, "Ah, this is a bad idea. It's not working," just because it was one fifty dollar project, you would have right. never gotten to where you are today.
1: Yeah, right. Right. Imagine if if somebody was like. So, and I'm thinking about this all the time. If somebody w- would come like, nine, not seven years, eight years ago when I was working at Office, right, and said like, listen, if you, <clears throat> if you change your um, job right now and you go freelancing, I mean, you will be amazing in, a, in the next five years. Yeah. I-, I would say, man, you're crazy. And you will do this amount of money and you will change countries. And, and I would say, man, you're, you're crazy. Yeah. So, so the point is like the future that you have ahead is, is something that maybe you cannot visualize, like like the reality. And and this is the problem with people that have ideas or, or they wanna they feel that they wanna do something. The yep. problem is what what's happening in the second in, in the next second in their brain. Yeah, the brain is thinking like, oh, I don't think that's a good idea because you have a stable job right now and you need to provide for the family and don't don't take any type of risk or chances or things like that. So yep. that that's the first thing. The second thing is the environment, like the people you are surrounding with. If they're if they are not positive and they are not supporting you, like with all your decisions. It, it will be super hard to, to make a decision to change your life.
0: Yeah, that's totally fair. And I think that's actually a great segue in the next part. And I mean, I think that's one of the things we try to do at Agency Hacker is there are people that believe something about how running an agency has to be. Maybe they say, oh, well, I have to hustle really hard to build an agency. And I go, well, that's not actually true, right? You you can hustle if you want. There's some great, successful agency owners, but you get to decide in the you got to surround yourself with the people that are growing in a similar way so exactly what's your next goal to grow your agency like for the next growth of the agency i told you i would like to expand
1: uh locally um i'm not rushing that because i'm just creating connections right now i'm meeting new people businesses i i already made some connections local connections um in the real estates and in other areas um so I'm, I'm not rushing with that um at the moment i'm pretty sure the company can can expand when i decide to focus 100 on that um but at the moment we we are we are good the way the way we are and, and by the way um recently i think it was like two or three months ago i got two new mentors and then this is another thing that i suggest uh to all people that if they need a mentor that mm-hmm. if they uh, see somebody and they follow somebody doesn't matter on linkedin or youtube or whatever platform they are watching them uh just watch them take notes learn uh take what you need for you and and what applies for your business and i took two mentors and the uh tony robbins and and in graziosi uh um, oh yeah and, yeah and i think that was like two months ago um so so they are my main uh, two mentors right now
0: that, that's um, very interesting that i'm
1: working with
0: and dean graciosi he i thought he was in real estate is he doing marketing now
1: oh no so he's doing doing like motivation motivational speaking courses uh, and things like that and, and based on that by the way um uh, another reference so based on that after i got into their course i developed my own course right now Um, i I have developed my own course which i i was thinking before but uh, i was too busy uh to create so i lay off some of the potential business that i had ahead just to create this possible passive income like creating the course. And I think I managed to finish the course in one month and a half, I think. Oh, nice. After I decided to start. So another point is like when you decide to to do something, just make sure you keep on that and you finish the project.
0: Yeah, that's totally fair. And so with your, yeah, like when you look at your agency, are you trying to grow it to be more of a course provider like you said with the courses or what are you trying to learn right now to help your agency move forward? I think
1: at the moment the best, the best course of action that uh, and also the most requested things that we have at the moment are the consultancy projects and when we have a consultancy project uh, most like 50% of the cases they, they will go also into the either management or audit or strategy or additional services, so I think that's the best approach that we have right now, um, uh, okay. building on the consultancy.
0: So is that? But that sounds like something you already figured out, or is that something that you're trying to learn how to do in a different? No, way?
1: actually, that's that is. I don't know what happened, but that actually is something that exploded for from the last huh. uh, two months. Oh,
0: well, that's great! And yeah. so, are, are you trying to learn how to? make it so other people could do that and you could have a bigger team? Are you trying to learn how to get more of those? What are you actively trying to learn right now?
1: The problem with creating um, another member in the team uh, who knows what I'm doing, uh, first of all, he will, not, he will need to... Uh, and by the way, what I, what I did with the YouTube part, uh, that, that was everything like self-taught. So I, I've learned everything um, myself. In, yeah. in the YouTube marketing area. So I had the negotiation skills and how to create a pitch, uh, and, and other stuff from my job, Yeah. but the essential, what I was working with the clients, actually, that was something that I've started to learn alone, like seven years ago. Yeah. So that's, that's an experience that I built in seven years and I've managed over 400 channels until now. Wow on the platform, some of them the biggest in the niche worldwide um, channels with millions of subscribers and billions of views. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So it's a huge experience that I don't know if I can get somebody. I will need to take my time and and teach them. The problem with that is that they can flip on you. And let's say in six months after they learn the skills or things like that, they can flip and either and i know this because i know other uh, agency owners that they had this problem so they they yeah. uh, their agents actually flipped and they opened their agency becoming competitors and things like that definitely so yeah, i would yeah. focus more on compl- uh, again on complementary services that yeah we do not offer right now but we can get people in the team uh, based on contract or whatever it will be, it will be the case um, that we can take on big projects.
0: Yeah, that makes total sense. So this is a little bit of a sidebar, but what when you're saying someone you know, they're creating a new YouTube channel? What do you think the most important things are to have that channel grow well?
1: Like, make sure that the content that you you want to develop is something that you really love to do. Mm. So that's the that's the first thing that. People are quitting a lot when they open a channel because they have side reasons like, oh, I saw that this niche has a lot of views or I saw that this niche is creating a lot of money or yeah. whatever it is the case. Um, but besides the, the the main point that they should have, like, okay, I like to do this because if you like something,
0: you'll stick to it. That is, yeah, you know, that's been one that I have, I have found it's like everything is hard, right? Where like everything you you say, okay, well, I'm going to go into this niche or this service or this whatever and say, yeah, it seems very easy to do or I think it's a good opportunity. But right. then it gets hard. It's going to get hard, right? And it's just not at all going to be an easy thing to do. So if you really don't love it, then you're not going to stick with it. Right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And and especially I mean, so I
0: have yeah. I have also clients that
1: when we did the the basic estimation um, or the competition analysis before they were going into a specific niche, uh, they were going for the money 100%. So I told them like, listen, the niche is super competitive. Even if you see that they are making a lot of money, they have been on the channel, on, on the platform for the last three years. Yeah. So, if you are coming tomorrow, you will not start to make money at least for a year and a half. So if you are going for money, you, you will spend a lot of money before actually creating some money.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I'm just totally with you where it's like, you know, it's not easy, but it you might as well like it. Because the other thing is, going back to how you started on Upwork, yeah. I feel like people get started. And then if you're only in it for the money, you want it to work right away. You don't have much patience versus saying, I like doing this kind of thing. And I found this for web development, for programming. I like programming a lot. And I actually already had an agency. I just wanted to learn some programming and I did some projects and I didn't make much money doing it, but I liked it. And now (laughs) I wanted to do it. Then there's more room available for me to actually do programming. Yeah. If if that was something I wanted to leave my agency and do that, An option but you created experience and you created the
1: base that you can move on with some other things in, in other projects so you have the base and the experience because you started to do something that you liked. um also by the way when i started to play with youtube i had no idea that i would i can leave because i'm i'm doing youtube management or i can move to another country or i can I'm not saying the best life because I, I think that's super sassy but I think a, a normal life, like decent life, um, I think that's more appropriate. Uh, before, comparing with when I was working at the office, I was working like nine hour, uh nine hours, sorry. Uh, one hour I was on the road to go to the office, one hour uh, back at home. So together, 11 hours, I was spending like you know, like 75, yeah. 65, 70% were, was yeah. my life was uh, at, at the office actually, uh, like 10% on the road. And I was only spending so, so less time with the, with the family uh, versus right now. Um, I'm the only provider in the family and I can sustain the family. Uh, we can go out on vacations or whatever we feel to do. Um,
0: and yeah, so that, that was amazing. That makes total sense. And Mertiz, I wonder, can you share some advice with other agency owners? I think you just hit on a really good topic, which is do work that you love doing or find something that you do love to do. Because I know it sounds so cliche to say, but maybe even if you don't love it, at least enjoy where it's taking you. Um, but what other advice would you give to agency owners? So I would give an advice to agency owners, and I have a lot of friends that they
1: um they are doing much more than me in terms of income but i want i want to point out right away that expanding my income is not like huge versus what it is right now yeah. it is not my closest priority so yeah. i'm i'm totally fine the way i am right now um with a break on if i want to accelerate further i can i can do that at any point but i feel like I, I'm in another state of the period right now. We just moved to Canada. We need to settle in. Uh, I have also two small kids, so I need to we need to focus more on the kids right now. And after that, it will be a lot of room also for the business. But for the other owners, what discussions I'm having with other owners that they have, like let's say 35 employees or 45 or more, um, is if you have somebody that that is very good at what is doing at your agency, um, promote them, offer them value for what they bring to the to the your agency, mm. uh, and, and make sure that you treat them well.
0: Yeah, that's a really good one because I find sometimes people aren't willing to pay good talent well in order, and they you know they're not going to stay or they're just. They're not guaranteed to stay even if you um do treat them well, but I feel like they're guaranteed right. not to stay if you don't treat them well, yeah, but hear me mm-hmm. out. the point is like this if you if you offer them
1: a huge start and you gave them value for what they bring to the company when they work for you, and this is what I'm discussing with also my all my associates when you are working for me, I will give you the best value um the, the, best, the best benefits versus the value that you bring to the company and to the projects with, with my clients. Even if he's leaving your company, the, the base skills that he or she developed in your company, he will tell that to the next people that he will meet that I developed. Like I, will, like I said, like from the telecommunication company, I will say that all the time. Okay, it wasn't the best thing, but those skills I developed there
0: yeah no that, so that makes no sense
1: it's very important what's your fingerprint
0: that you leave on your employees mm. oh, that's that's solid well naruchis this has been really interesting if people want to get in touch with you maybe they want to find out more about your course or if they have a project and want to work with a youtube expert what's the best way to get in touch i'm i'm always on linkedin
1: Nice. This yeah, is, LinkedIn so,
0: has been the popular platform. This is really yeah. fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of interaction there and a lot of discussions with with other uh, people also, and also businesses are mostly contacting me, contacting me uh, also on Upwork. Uh, sorry, on LinkedIn besides Upwork. So that's the second platform that is offering, uh, let's say, leads for the
0: for for viral media SEO. That's really interesting. Well, Nardisius, thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate you Thank sharing you the time, also. sharing the wisdom. Thank
1: you very much. Thank you for the invitation. And I will. I wish you all the best uh, with with the podcast. I think you are doing a, an amazing job um, inviting um, people and discussing about some real things that are happening in the, especially in the, in the agencies. Um, and also, I hope that this podcast uh, can help people. Um, Understand better what, what they want
0: to do forward. Totally agree. That's a great point. And uh, for all the listeners, if you are interested in getting some help growing your agency and you say, hey, there's really two specific things Agency Hacker does. We either will help you go from six to seven figures because there are people who say, all right, I want to break that. But we try to do it in a peaceful way, right? You don't have to have all the hustle. You don't have to have all the crazy hours. Our thing is, hey, yeah, we want to do this in a peaceful way. And there's nothing wrong if you want to do it the more uh, intense way, but our goal is peaceful growth. Um, Then go to agencyhacker.io. You can get in touch, find out how the process will work a little bit. And we're happy to help you along the way as uh, as you grow your agency. So this is Lance Johnson, one of the hosts at Agency Hacker. Thanks for listening.